Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily Podcast Show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 96. And this week's message is a poem of asking for forgiveness. Welcome everybody. Thank you. Thank you for joining us another week to be blissfully refueled with that of the encouraging words of God. I am so excited to be a part of this podcast. Actually, you know, I mean, I'm the host, but I'm excited to be a part of this podcast. I'm excited in what God is doing uh, with this ministry. And in moving forth, I'm excited each and every day that I see the different things that show the potential of what this ministry can be. And not so much for for me, but for that of God's kingdom. Amen. So each and every week that I prepare for another episode for this podcast is is really exciting to me. Um, And I'm humbled each and every time because even the more because of the fact that to believe and to realize that this is something that was shown to me years ago and I began doing audio years ago I had content that nobody never heard um, and then there was someone that I met along my journey some years later that I don't know how <laughs> well I know how they got hope to it but I post some in some content on one of my social media pages and totally forgot about it that I had posted. Well, actually, I posted a link to go to a platform that has some of my audio content and totally had forgot about it. Uh, actually, I had intended on taking it down. And when this person approached me and 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 said that they had heard one of my messages. I said, really? And I said, wait a minute, hold on. You heard or you read? (laughs) They said, no, I heard. I was like, okay. And I'm trying to figure out how you heard because I hadn't posted any audio content. I hadn't put any audio content out there. And there's like, yeah, you know, on your on your page, on your, you know, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot to take that link down. Oh, man. So, something odd years later, somebody, this one person, this blissful woman of God, (laughs) heard one of my messages and was listening to it and Listen to some other ones, but it was one particular message that stuck with her. And that message spoke on procrastination. <laughs> and she began to talk to me, you know, about some things and, you know, talk to me about her ministry and uh, seeking my help with her ministry and then talking to me about what she heard of my audio. Um, <laughs> and she pretty much put the question back to me. You know, you're talking about procrastination. You're talking about, you know, these different things in your message. She say, what are you doing with your audio? She said, and, and then she said, I know you're doing the devotionals. She said, but what are you doing with the audio? And people of God, I, I, I kid you not, there was really nothing I could say. Me, the one who is the encourager that pushes people forward, to, you know, to not be procrastinators, to not be stagnant. To not live in that city of stagnation, I was stumped. There's nothing I could say because I was in a moment of stagnation concerning 
that part of my ministry. And I know you say, well, Brother Tim, what does that have to do with this week's encouraging message? Not really that much. It, it really doesn't. But I just wanted to open with that and, and say this and say this. If there's anything that you put on hold, if there's anything that you started doing that you sense in your heart, you knew it was something that God wanted you to pick up and carry. As you daily pick up your cross, because picking up your cross daily is picking up your assignment. It's also picking up walking a, a righteous and upright life with Christ, you know, before God. But your assignment is part of that picking up that cross. So if there's a part of your assignment that you have left laying by the wayside, that you have been uh, stagnant on picking up, you know, you, you, you picked it up, but then you laid it down for whatever reason it might have been. This is for you. Stop what you're doing. Clear your mind of all things. Go back to whatever it is that you let go or that you laid to the side, stepped away from. That is part, now listen to me closely, that is part of your assignment for the kingdom of God. Review that. Ask God to give you further counseling, further guidance, further understanding concerning that part of your ministry assignment. And then take that assignment, that part of that assignment, and begin to walk forward with it. Now, I want you to understand. I know you're going to say, well, let me say this. I know you're going to say that, well, Brother Tim, isn't that going backwards? <sighs> yes or no. Because, see, in some ways, technically, you haven't, you, you're not going back to get it. It's there. You're just not doing anything with it. And yes, in a way, it's going back, but no, in a way, it's not. Okay, because you're you're letting you're, you're stopping what you're doing now, the part of what you're doing in your ministry that you move forward with and you're going to pick up what you left aside. But notice that I said. Pray and ask unto God. Guidance, ask for his counseling and understanding concerning that part of your ministry of assignment, because it may be a reason why you. Let that sit there for a moment. It may be in something that God spoke to you. It may be in a vision. It may be in a pathetic word. Whatever it is, but ask for guidance. Because it may have been a reason why you let that sit there. It might have been something to do with the season that you was in. It might have been something to do with your state of mind, your heart. It could have been any number of reasons. Could have been fear. It could have been misunderstanding. It could have been a number of things, but that's why I say ask for God's understanding, His counseling, His guidance concerning that part that you let sit there, and then don't let it sit there no more. Move forth with it, even if all you do is sit and pray over it, even if all you do is sit and meditate over. It. Even if all you do is sit and say, okay, I started here, review your notes. I started here, I did that. Everything that you did up until the point where you stopped doing it, put all that before God. Hmm, thank you, Holy Spirit. People of God, I tell you, I, I, this is not in my notes. Take this moment and do that, okay? Take this moment and do that particular thing. Because when I tell you, like I just said, with doing this podcast, when I started recording those audio, that audio content, it was in my my heart to do podcast, to do some type of speaking. God has showed me that. But I put it aside. I put it off because of where I was at what I was going through at that time, what my journey looked like at that time. 
I put it off. You know, it had to do with my living arrangements. It had to do with my and my state of being. It had to do with a, a number of things, and I put that particular part of that of my ministry on hold of my assignment unto God's kingdom. I put it on hold, and it bothered me for a while that I did do that. But then looking back on that, I'm glad that I did because I would have not been able to do it in a way that would have been pleasing and that would have been. Um, that would have been not just pleasing, but would have been effective. So, so that's why I say pray unto God concerning the whatever part that is concerning your ministry assignment and begin to review that. You know, even if you just go back and review the notes that you did or whatever it was you did up to the point that you kind of just let that sit on the back burner and then put that before God. And God will show you where to go with that. God will guide you with what to do with that. But that is what I'm sensing in my spirit and my heart right now to share with you, people of God. And just to get you to understand that there's a time and a place for everything. Even when it comes to God's word, even when it comes to that of serving unto God's kingdom. And following out on that of your assignment and walking in things in that of your ministry walk. Amen. Okay, so without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and get on into what uh, is the message for this week. Uh, the message title, A Palm of Asking for Forgiveness. Amen. A Palm of Asking for Forgiveness. And once again, thank you for joining. I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules, taking a moment to listening and receive this week's encouragement message uh, i pray that you will listen to the very end thank you and one thing i will ask that you would do for me uh search for us we are on anchor.fm as encouragement daily podcast go on there search for us Subscribe to follow so that you can get notifications of all the new episodes that will be posted in the coming future. Amen. And thank you for doing that. I appreciate that very much. Also, thank you for any feedback that you may have. And also uh, on my last. Uh, in my last episode, I asked uh, if there was anyone that was interested in doing any interviewing or coming on as a guest, uh, because in the future, you know, in the coming month or so, we're going to be uh, doing interviews we're going to have guests on the show so you know we're going to be doing interviews so if anyone is interested if you have a testimony that is centered around hope encouragement and just you stand in the word of god and trusting and having faith in the word of god and you have a testimony concerning that i would like to hear it i'm pretty sure a lot of our brothers and sisters in christ would like to hear it too um because you never know who might need to hear your testimony you never know where they may be in their life's journey and they need to receive what you have gone through and what has helped you continue to press on. Amen. A poem of asking forgiveness. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out to all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. Like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The status, oh my God, the statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple 
the precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commandments of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees, the decrees, the decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned, and keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own error, errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Ooh, blessed the old Jesus. Well, I tell you, boy, David, David was truly a poet. In his words, his prayers unto the Lord our God, from that of his heart, in the midst of his situation, David spoke wonderful and great and heart-fulfilling words, truthfully, from the depths of that of his soul, in the pureness and the wholeness of that of his heart. Even in his transgressions, even in his sin, David, <laughs> people of God, the Lord is wonderful in all things, and in Him there's wonderful and joyfulness to be had. But I think the one thing that is hard for us to understand, and I know for me, I wouldn't say understand, but at times to really grasp and think that, okay, I can ask for this. I did this. This is, this is what happened. I can ask for this. And that of sinning, and that of the midst of our sinning, or that of the midst of what we did that was wrong, we sometimes don't think that we're worthy to ask for forgiveness. And so we tend not to ask for forgiveness. We tend to continue to hold that burden, even sometimes when we don't ask for it, but and also even sometimes when we do ask for it. We continue to hold that burden instead of letting it go when we ask God for forgiveness. When we've come before the Lord and ask for forgiveness, we've repented. We tend to continue to hold and carry that burden of guilt, that burden of sin. Instead of letting it go and having faith and belief that we are forgiven. This poem. This poem of asking for forgiveness. David. David said the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Day and day. Day after day. They pour forth speech. Night after night. They reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. The statues of the Lord are trustworthy, 
making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commandments of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They're more precious than gold, they're much pure gold. They're sweeter than honey. <laughs> Honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned, and keeping them is great reward. But then he says, But who can discern their own errors? Right there is where David starts saying, He 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 glorifies the Lord. You see, he glorifies the Lord. But then at that moment he says, But <laughs> Who can discern their own errors? He begins to start asking for forgiveness. Repenting. Because he says, who can discern their own errors? And I mean, who? think about that for a moment. Who can? Can you say that you're going to mess up? And you say, well, you know, Brother Tim, you know, I, you know, I, I ain't good at some things. So, you know, I know that, you know, I, I start this job and, you know, if I'm not well trained, I could mess up. Yeah. But if you're not well trained. Even if you're well trained, who's to say, even if you well trained and been doing it for years, who's to say that you won't mess up? So basically what David is saying is that you cannot say that you're not going to mess up. Each and every day, we fall short of the glory of God. Each and every day, even in our good days, people of God, even in our good days, we fall short of the glory of God. That means you get up, you praise God, you're in prayer, you thanks for that day, you thanks for giving you life, you go forth, you send your children off to school, you, 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 you talk with your husband, your spouse, whatever, you know, you Speak encouragement, you go forth, you do whatever you're supposed to do on your job or with your business, and you you helping people, you're doing this, you're doing that. Everything seems to be doing good. But people of God, you still fall short of God's glory. Mm. His forgiveness and grace, his mercy. That's what keeps us right here. That's what keeps us. Right there at that sanctification, that right there at that eye level or sanctification that he looks up to us with. The same way he looks unto the Son, Christ Jesus. People of God. See, in this right here, in this message, this got me too because I. I'm transparent with you guys. Come on, you know, I'm going to tell you. I've had moments. I've had moments. And I've been in prayer and asked God's forgiveness. I've repented wholeheartedly with everything that is in me. But I've had moments where I walked away from that. And still there was a part of me that was like, Man, is that truly lifted off me? Is that truly wiped out? And come on. <laughs> See, you forget that you're human. You are a spiritual being in a fleshly vessel. That flesh is still going to have fleshly thoughts, just like it has fleshly desires. Okay? So, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. That's why we must allow ourselves to be governed by the Spirit and the understanding. The governor of the Spirit is the understanding, the knowledge, the direction, the humbleness, the stand within holiness, the standing within unrighteousness. That's the governing of the Spirit. Because the governing of the flesh will do fleshy things. Sinfulness, lustfulness, robbing, lying, stealing. That's the governance of it, doing what it wants to do. And a lot of that doing what it's supposed to do is not always good. 
Oh my God, let me move on because that's a whole nother elder room. Is she clock? Is she dead? That's a whole nother day. In this uncertainty, in this imperfect world, brothers and sisters, we are imperfect in that of our flesh. In that, it seems, oh my God. And that it sometimes desires unholy things and carry out unholy deeds. <laughs> Let me say that again. In this uncertain and perfect world, brothers and sisters, we are imperfect in that of our flesh. In that of our flesh. In that it seems sometimes desires unholy. Things and carry out unholy deeds. It seems that sometimes this flesh carries out unholy desires and has unholy carries out unholy uh, deeds and has under unholy desires. And then I know some of you say, well, well, you know, we were made in God's likeness. Yeah, we are. We are. But this flesh. This flesh. Hmm. My God. This flesh. To get into everything, oh, Father. Oh, Shaddam Mosi. To get into everything. That would coincide with what I'm saying now is that would take a while. But I know that many of you have read the Bible from beginning, you know, Genesis. So if you read Genesis and have understanding of Genesis, you know um, how we got here. You know how we got to the point of that where sin, you know, flesh sins before you, you know how we got here. We're living in an uncertain, imperfect world. We are imperfect in that of our flesh, in that it sometimes desires unholy things and carry out unholy deeds. But we serve a faithful and forgiving God, a God. That is understanding of our imperfection. Oh my God, our imperfections, our imperfections, our imperfectness, or our imperfections. Mm. In that of our flesh now, in that of our flesh, within that of our flesh. I'm going to make sure I really state that, okay? As well as the things we face in that of temptations. My God. Has not only mercy on us, but grants us a way out. So even though that we are faced with temptations, we have urges, we have desires, God has an understanding of this. Lord, that God has an understanding of this. Because see, the Lord himself was tempted. He went through that. Overcame it. So he has an understanding. He has mercy and, 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 and compassion for that which we're tempted of, you know, by. And the things that we're tempted by. And, 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 and the things, those urges that we have. He has compassion for that but so much to where not only just having compassion and mercy and my God, he will show us a way out of and away from those temptations mm. so let us seek his face within a state of humbleness and meekness in asking for forgiveness People of God, 
It's not condoning what you do or what you have done. But it's saying, I understand the temptations that you face. I know what you're going to do. You may not know what you're going to do. You can say, well, you know, from this day forth, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And some of you can say, well, you know, it's all about discipline. You know, it's all about having a strong will. And yeah, you are right. To a certain degree. Okay. Because even a person with strong will, even a person with discipline, strong discipline, Cannot predict what is going to happen. You can't. You just can't. You don't know what circumstances are going to take place that's going to come about that's going to cause a situation to arise in your life and cause you to partake of a temptation, cause you to sin or do something that uh, will pull you away from your perfect walk in Christ. People of God, life is real. Life is real. But so is Jesus. So now with me saying that life is real, but so is Jesus, I want you to understand that yes, while life is real and the things that we're dealing with and facing with are real, but so is Jesus. So when we go to him and we go to our father, we ask for forgiveness. We ask hmm, my God for understanding. Do know that we are going to get it if we're standing that of faith. And do not waver from it. If we have patience. Hmm, and with faith upholding our belief. We're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. You, you've done something wrong. Or you didn't do something that you felt in your heart. Or you, you discerned in your spirit that you should have did. Or needed to do. But you chose not to do it. You swore, you, you know, you, you swayed away from it. And you go and you ask for forgiveness. Do know that when you ask for forgiveness, that forgiveness is granted. So don't walk with that weight of that transgression on your shoulders. Don't walk with that so bearing down on your heart that you have doubt of the Father's forgiveness. Do not doubt. Do not doubt. Let us faithfully seek his faith. Let us faithfully seek his faith. Like I say, let us faithfully seek his face. And when we seek his face, let us do so within that of the state of humbleness, meekness. In asking. For forgiveness. Faithfully you're seeking him. Faithfully knowing. Not faithfully repenting. Every time something wrong. But And when you repent. Have faith that. He's granting you. Forgiveness. Have faith that he's granting you. Forgiveness. Amen. I can encourage you. In a lot of ways. Concerning a lot of things. I can encourage you where your job is concerned. I can encourage you. Where your family is concerned. I can encourage you in your finances. But people of God. Let me encourage you in something that's really truly important. Not that all those other things that I mentioned and many more are important. But this is important. Because don't go through life thinking that if you did something wrong or you 
felt that you were not doing something right that you sensed that you should have been doing that God has called you to do. And then you ask for forgiveness, faith that, okay, well, he's probably not going to forgive me. I don't know why I should ask. Or he's not going to forgive me, so why should I bother? Have faith in yourself to have faith in God. See, I know that's not going to probably go so well with some people, what I just said, because you're going to be like, what? The Holy Spirit showed me that. Because I was going back and forth with something that I wasn't too proud about. And I asked him forgiveness. And Holy Spirit showed me and said, it's not so much of mm, on God's part. It says on you because you need to have faith. Have faith in that when you ask forgiveness and then when you ask for that help in you asking for forgiveness. Have faith that he's got it. You see, you're not having faith that he'll do it. And sometimes, oh my God. And this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. He says, sometimes it's not, it's not us not having faith that he will forgive us, but sometimes it's us not having faith that, oh my God, he will help us to be able to stay strong so that we don't sin again with whatever it was that we came to him to repent for in the first place. And that's what the Holy Spirit showed me. And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> and I have found myself time and time again wavering in that faith. Not in the faith that he has forgiven me of what I've done, but in the faith of that he would be there for me to give me the strength, to give me the endurance to not partake of that again, to not allow myself to get in that position again. And if I got in that position again, that he would help me through. He would show me the way out. That got me. That got me. And there's moments where I think about that, you know, still to this day. And I know you hear people say, well, you know, you know, we I'm just human. You know, I'm not perfect. And I know we use that phrase way too much. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. And people will correct us on it. No, I don't say you ain't imperfect. You know, you know, you're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You know, you were, you were created for greatness. Yes, we were created for greatness. This flesh is not perfect. Our spirit is. The spirit is perfect. So people of God, when we let go of the flesh, we can walk in the perfectness of that of Christ. And that unto God in the likeness of God. But it's not always easy to let go of the flesh. But when we have faith in the Father, that he truly has us, then we can let go of the flesh. And I believe that letting go of the flesh has to do with paying attention. what's going on around you and it is a state of mind it's a state of spiritualness but at the same time it's it's being a, being aware it's discerning being aware in the spirit and paying attention because see, we're not gonna always see things with these carnal eyes you can put on all the glasses you want bifocals trifocals churro focals whatever kind of focals but you're not gonna always see because carnalness is always looking for something that sometimes can only be seen with the spirit. 
of discernment. Hmm. The discerning of the spirit. Sometimes it's the only way that you can see things. So when you get out of your carnal man, begin to perceive things in that of your spirit, man, then you will see. And then you'll be like, wow. So he was carrying me all this time. Wow. And that's what God is doing, looking at you like, yeah, wow. <laughs> but you didn't notice that because you were in your flesh. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All righty, brothers and sisters, we are at that time in the show where we bring forth our spiritual food for thought. Spiritual food for thought for this week. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Once again. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. You know, with that spiritual food for thought, there's been times, you know, I can think on where I've gone for walks, you know, when I took the park. It was this one particular park that I like going to. And I like it because the sunsets were so beautiful. The sunsets were different each and every day. I cannot match not one of them. I can't. And I took pictures. I would take a lot of pictures and I could sit right now and look at those pictures and I cannot match any one of them to another. The sunset was so beautiful. And even if they look the same, if you look closer, you'll see something different about it. And not just in that sunset, but it was something different that took place in the atmosphere. While that sunset was taking place, there was a certain feeling, a certain discernment in the atmosphere you could get. And you sit there and you look at that sunset. I've seen people, and there's just one man in particular, he come out with his camera, he set up, nice camera, long, nice telescope lens. And he's sitting, he set up just at the right point before sunset. And he just sit there patiently. With his camera waiting. And just right at about the right time when he sensed that, okay, this is good, he'll click it. And that camera will start click, 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 click. And then after he felt he don't got enough pictures, then he'll sit it on auto mode. And auto mode, visual, video mode, will just video it. So he would get a video of the sunset after he don't got his pictures. People of God. The sunset was just that wonderful end. If you really want to experience God's words, sit and experience the sunset. And I would sit there up on the pavilion that was out on the lake, and I would just sit there and watch that sun go down. Feel that nice breeze watching over the lake and just sit there, just totally just absent to what's going on around me and focus on what I see that sun descending. And even after the tip of that sun will go down and you can't see it no more, just disappear. I still would sit there and look because in the background, you still can see the light from the sun shining up on the sky. I've had times where I went back and look at the pictures I've taken. And I just stare at them and just shake my head. And I say, oh, God. That is so beautiful. And it would really just make me think the works of God's hand. The works of his hand. Not just that he created the sun, the skies, and the clouds. 
but that he created in such a way that everything rotated and gave such beautiful views. You ever lay down on a nice grassy patch of, of land, either be at your house or in a park? You lay out a blanket, you, you finna have a picnic, or you just lay out a blanket just to lay back and rest your eyes. You look up at the sky and see how nice and blue and it just, it catches your spirit. Calms the soul. <laughs> Causes the flesh to submit because it's like, wow. Mm. If God can create something this great, something that this complex, how much more can he take care of my little problem? My little issue. Because see, people of God from up there, looking down, we're just like a speck. We're just a speck of dust. And that's how our problems are to God. Not in a way to where it doesn't matter, but in a way up to that, hey, don't worry. I got this. <laughs> I got this. And even if our problems were as big as this world, God still got us. Because the universe of that which he has created, that the world revolves in. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So when I when I read that, the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the works of his hands. That's what I think. It makes me look back on those those experiences of sunset those experiences of moments where I've been laying back with my head up looking at the sky. Or I've been on an airplane going wherever. And I look out the window and I just see the beautifulness of the skies and just feel that. <clears throat> my God. The last time on a plane ride, I looked out the window. And I just felt so free. I literally felt like the plane was just being carried across the sky. <laughs> I had such peacefulness, brothers and sisters, when I looked at that wonder. And I know you can say, oh, well, you had a good pilot. Yeah, I had a good pilot. And I still do have a good pilot. God. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God. People of God, thank you for joining in this week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to be receiver of this week's encouraging message. For more encouraging messages throughout the week, you can find us on Facebook. As Encouragement Daily blog. We're also on Instagram as Encouragement Daily's blog. And yes, we are on Timber <laughs> as Encouragement Daily blog. The podcast that you're listening to, my God, it's been hosted through the platform Anchor.fm. You can find us on there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Search them up. Subscribe. Follow us. So that you can be notified of all future episodes that are coming forth or have been posted. Also, send us a message. Would love to have some feedback from you. And also, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, 
let me know uh, in the coming month. So we're going to be doing invitations, opening up invitations for uh, people to come on as guests. And what we want to do is invite those who have a testimony of fulfillment through that of hope. In other words, meaning that if you have had great hope, stood in great faith of something taking place or something happening in your life, even though you were going through some pretty harsh situations, but you continue to maintain your faith, you continue to stand strong with unwavering faith. And God got you through, brought you through. You have a testimony to tell about hope and about faith. We want to have you on the show. So reach out to me. Let me know you're interested. And then when we're ready to do the interview, we're ready. We're set up because I want to make sure we're set up good. Um, so we don't have no going in and out on audio and all that kind of stuff like that, interference and things. So we want to make sure we show, but I want to get the message out now. So that if you're if you're interested, God leads you to share your testimony. Then we, we want to share your testimony so that others, because you never know what others are going through. And that one little thing that God delivered you or helped you through, he held out, he held his hand out, grabbed you by your hand and guided you by that of his righteousness through whatever situation you were going through. And you want to share that with people. You want to share that testimony because you never know what others are going through. You never know what you have experienced and what you say concerning that experience you've had will help that person to be able to continue to stand strong in that of faith so that they can make it through. Amen. So please do reach out to me. Uh, you can email me, encouragement daily blog at gmail.com that's encouragement daily blog at gmail.com amen uh also i believe on uh anchor.fm uh there on my uh, my page there there should be a way for you to message me on there as well um we are on anchor.fm as encouragement daily podcast that's encouragement daily podcast on anchor.fm Amen. So uh, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for being uh, a part of the audience for this week's message. And also the uh, some or all parts. Some or all parts of the message were quoted from Psalms 19, 1 through 14, and that is found in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of today's message was quoted from Psalms 19, 1 through 14 in the NIV. Right? Thank you for joining. God bless you. Continue to have a wonderful and blissful, safe and healthy day. And may the rest of the week be more of the same. Be safe and stay healthy. Mom.